With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's the deal, everybody? This is Dom. What's up, guys? This is Isaac. And this is Street Ball Episode 7. We got a lot of good things to talk about this week, bro. Hey, Dom, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you heard about the news, the news, man, that just dropped. You already know. That's what we're going to first. Blockbuster trade today. But just to make sure, anybody who's tuned in right now, make sure to click the star to follow. Make sure to share the broadcast. Click the diamond to drop props and support the culture. Now, you know, starting off with the show, when we were doing this earlier, we decided to talk about the Pat Brev trade at first because that happened right after we got done with our show last week. But, bro, the blockbuster trade of the summer just happened, dog. Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs? Oh, my gosh. It's game over. I'm calling it right now. We're winning the whole deal. You say we, bro. Oh my bad. Okay, I'm. A, you know, I got. I'm an Atlanta Hawks fan too. I got. You know, I got other teams, but man, the Cavs are nasty. Hey, they, they they really they re, they really made a move right here. Just for people who don't know, who don't know the background of the deal, um, as you guys know, New York Knicks were the favorite it's in everyone's eyes to get Donovan Mitchell this summer, but the Cavs came in and they traded Don for Donovan Mitchell, and what the Jazz got in return is Lori Markkinen. Um, uh, rookie wing, OG uh, Agbaji, Colin Sexton, three unprotected first round picks and two pick swaps in 26 and 2028. Now, obviously, bro, this this trade, I feel like it makes sense. And I feel like both sides got got to even deal with this one. But does this put the Cavs squarely in contention for the Eastern Conference? No doubt about it. I feel like that was the only player they really had to go after and get. Donovan Mitchell with that big boy Ev. Ooh. And don't get don't forget about the other pieces they got, bro. They got some bodies. They have a full, they have a complete team right now. You talk about Evan, obviously, the cornerstone. Uh number three pick of last year. Uh should have been rookie of the year. That's another conversation. You got Isaac Okoro, the number five pick the year before, who's a defensive menace, three potential three and D guy. You also got um uh, Jared Allen, all-star last year. Darius Garland, not to mention. I can't believe I didn't say him first. Darius Garland first. Um, then you got the guys coming off the bench. You got Ricky Rubio. You got uh, Kevin Love, the, the veteran presence. And you got um, Omer Caspi. You name it. They they have they go eight or nine deep right now, bro. No, and that's just, that's just me talking about the top of my head. Um, the East is deep now. Yeah, the East is pretty deep. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's you can't just say the Cavs are going to take it, but this trade right here is is a big one, bro. I you know what, man? I I don't. I think that this puts them in contention, but they still have a lot of things. Like their main guys don't have great experience. You know what I mean? They have a second year coach and JB Bickerstaff. Like they have a lot of things that are against them. Oh, I forgot about Karis LeVert, bro. Karis LeVert. 
They got Karis LeVert too, bro. They got pieces. They got a lot of pieces. It's gonna be scary, man. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this one. I I think I think it's gonna be really interesting in the East. Um, what they got to do with the Golden State Warriors, man, on the other side, whoever comes out of there, or the Phoenix Suns, or whatever. All I know is the finals are about to be turned up this year, barring injury. Hopefully nobody gets seriously injured. But um, hell of a move by the Cavs. Now, let's stay on the NBA trend. Um, you know, we've been talking about this all summer. Uh, the best runs in the country. Rico Hines runs at UCLA in the men's gym. A lot of key moments where pros came through. First and foremost, man, we've been dying to talk about this for weeks. Uh, we just got clearance to talk about it and show it. Steph Curry and Trey Young in the same backcourt, bro. I wouldn't want to be on the other team if I were them. Look at Kay trying to go, trying his trying his damnedest to guard Steph, bro. <laughs> hey, that 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 backcourt right there is a scary backcourt, and they can shoot it from half. Both of them can shoot that pill from half court. That's you're not guarding that. Bro, do you think do you think this backcourt would work in the NBA? Yeah, I would say so. I I, I was kind of iffy about it because they both are small guards, but I mean, hey, they could they could run and gun together. So I think it would work. I think that would be a scary combo. What about I think you? it works. I think it works eventually because Trey's more of an on-ball guy. And Steph obviously can handle the ball and pass the ball, but Steph can really like thrive coming off screens and being off the ball. He, they just have to learn how to work with one another. That's about it. But they both have similar skill set, and if they're both hitting, man, it's it's going to be a problem on defense though because they're both small guards. It's going to be hard to be a really good defensive team. You got to have somebody on that wing and in the in the interior to to really bolster up the defense. But bro. Steph and, Steph and Trey on the same team, I'm not trying to I – I would hate to be on the other team. You got – especially being a coach, trying trying to game plan for that. Right. It would be an offensive terror, bro. That's it. Yeah, they only got one ball, but I think I think they could figure it out. And next, we got Lou Wilville, the, the consummate sixth man in, in the NBA, probably next to Jamal Crawford, probably the best sixth man ever. Uh, just going in there and just showing he still got it after X amount of years in the NBA, showing what he's gonna gonna bring to the table this year. No, I'm excited to see him, man. You know, Lou Will's a dog and a bucket. He's a bucket getter. Honestly, the Hawks that was a big time pickup for the Hawks. No, I, I agree. I hope I hope that he comes out and he does his thing this year. Obviously, Atlanta, Atlanta too. Yeah, he's aging. He's on the other side. He's on the other side of his best years, but. Like, bro, give me 15 minutes, 20 minutes after Lou Will every game, you're gonna you're gonna get yourself 10 to 15 points. And I I, I have full confidence in that. No doubt about it. Shoot. I'm excited for him too. He's gonna be next. No question. Um next, we got, you know, rookie of the year, uh nominee from last season. Uh, you know, arguably the best rookie in the class that played last year, started off slow, Kay Cunningham. Came in and, and in spite of having a guard, Trey and Steph, the dynamic duo all, all, all day, came in and got some buckets. Then, this is my favorite one right here. John Wall, after two plus years, three plus years out, he came up and he showed out and he was talking. 
外，靠后上虚假球。Hey, John Wall got me turned up right now, bro. Hey, he's giving me a little faith in the cookie, right? The way he's talking about it. I'm, pull, hey, I'm pulling up to the game. I might have to watch John Wall live. I, I want to see that Lakers versus Clippers up close. Because he's probably, he might he might get Pat Bad fits. That's all I'm saying, dog. We got we to gotta watch that Clippers-Cavs uh, game. Shoot. Oh. I want to see both. I want to see both. You want to see both? I want to see both. I want to, and then, then we got to see Clippers Hawks too. We can do that. Clippers Hawks. Set that up. I mean, you saw, you, saw what, you saw what dropped that video that dropped with John Wall, right? He was going through it. Yeah. That was crazy. Like, he, you, you would have never guessed that John Wall was, you know. For, for, for somebody to lose their mother and then their grandma right around COVID, uh, contemplate committing suicide, he looks like he's back and he's ready to come in. And make an impact on a Clippers team who already has uh, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Norman Powell, Reggie Jackson, uh, bro, slew of guys. I just hope that they have they have enough. There's only one ball, like we talked about earlier, but also like, what's their defense going to be like? I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see that. All I know is I'm looking forward to seeing John Wall dug in every night. When he's coming out for the starting lineups, <laughs> we got that. It looks like we got that John Wall back, bro. I hope so. That was great energy. I hope so, bro. Last but not least, man, something that went viral from the Rico Hines runs this summer was Draymond Green's inspirational speech to everybody that plays basketball in life. Let's take a listen. I start talking to you. You start getting the ball. You want to take jump shots and never crash the offensive board again. You're not going to make it shooting jump shots. You're going to make it by hustling and getting offensive rebounds, getting stops. You know what I'm saying? Gabe, I just beat you in all these sprints. That's bullshit. And it's my first time on the court, up and down. That's bullshit. you trying to make a team. How are you going to make it? If Pascal Siakam is outrunning you, if Fred VanVleet is outrunning you, you'll never fucking make it. You know what I'm saying? So we can talk IQ we want. But at the end of the day, motherfuckers gotta play a role in the NBA. Yes. It's two motherfuckers on a team that can do what the fuck they want to do. And 13 other motherfuckers that gotta play a role. <laughs> that can do what the fuck they want to do. Everybody else got a role. So you're gonna either master your role or you're gonna get the fuck out. And it's just that simple. And running hard, two minutes sprint? Really? Motherfuckers on his job? That's bullshit. You don't work hard. And don't tell me, oh, it's just the end. Because that's the end of the fucking playoffs. Ask them how hard it is to win a championship. The end. Why motherfuckers lose? Because they can't get to the end. You can't get to the end. So I watched y'all do this two-man sprint, and maybe 10 people took it serious. There's 40 motherfuckers in here. Maybe 10 people took it serious. Why? Because you think you're done? Well, you won't make it to the end. That shit's hard as fuck. And when you finish, you're exhausted. And everybody sitting here, nobody's exhausted. You don't push your fucking self. It's like 35 motherfuckers. Do this. The lounge right there, they stop. You don't want it. You gotta want this shit, man. We can talk IQ. We can talk all of this shit. But at the end of the day, the motherfucker who wanted more is gonna get it. So I promise you, I'm gonna want it more. Ain't nobody gonna want it more than me. 
I may not be the best ball handler, shooter, but ain't nobody gonna fucking want it more than me. And that's a skill. That's a skill that, by the way, anyone can possess. Anyone can have that. Mm. All facts. Nuggets. Nuggets. Nuggets on nuggets. That's like a 40-piece at McDonald's, bro. 40-piece nugget right there from Draymond Green. Pop, the best role player in the NBA. That's fair to say. I I appreciate this from him. And Rico always, um, always has, like, guys like this pull up. It's great that he caught this one on camera. The one thing that 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 stood out to me the met the the most is talking about wanting it more being a skill. I feel like I mean I hate to be like the the old head coming in, but like when we were playing, bro, it was all about bragging rights, props, and just beating out the other guy. I feel like we kind of lost that now. So wanting it more than the other guys become one of the most important things that you can have in yourself because everybody doesn't have that. I think that's crazy. You know, that's that's facts. But he's also right about, hey, man, it's the NBA. You got to find your role and just run with it. You got to be the best at what you do. There's only, what, 15 players, 12 players on the roster? Like, I think there's 360 guys on 360 guys on active rosters right now. Yep. So, and only a few thousand players have ever played in the NBA in the first place. You talk about having zero to no chance of making it to the NBA when you're born. Like, you got to get there and you got to stick it. And some guys just sit on the bench like Udonis Haslam. And, uh, you know, I got David Nawaba who plays sometimes, but he's a role player, bro. He's he's in the league because he he plays his role, dog. Plain and simple, man. Shout out to Draymond. Shout out to everybody that that contributes to the Rico Hines runs this this year. What was your favorite moment? And your favorite moment of Rico Hines runs, Isaac? Yeah, my favorite moment was probably between James Harden shoe dropping, because I was kind of iffy about that one, and the uh, DT's lob for that dunk. Kenya Martin Jr.? Yeah. K yeah, I would say that KJ dunk was kind of nuts. That was a crazy highlight. I'll, I'll have to give that one the, the clip of the Rico Hines runs. That's my I, I love that. James Harden has showed another version of his shoes and the metallic silver ones we saw on Instagram. And they look a lot better in that colorway than they do with the purple joint that he was wearing. But my favorite was Paul George. Paul George is one of my favorite players in the NBA. And to see him going out there cooking and like he's back and he's ready to, to, to take names this year, that was my favorite. He looks like he's in prime, prime Paul George form, bro. I can't wait to see him hoop this year. Hopefully he can stay healthy and, you know, do what Paul George does. Paul George and John Wall, bro. God. Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Bro, Norman Powell, bro. Norman Powell. Norman, no. Norman's going to do his thing. Ka Kawhi Leonard, bro. Oh, Kawhi. Kawhi's been out for a while. He's he, But Kawhi does Kawhi things. You know how oh, yeah. Kawhi's Kawhi regardless. But, yeah, Kawhi Leonard, sheesh. Okay, before we move on to the next segment, make sure anybody who's tuning in right now, click the start to follow. Make sure to share the broadcast with your aunties, your moms, your uncle, your, your little cousins, whoever. Share the broadcast. Click the drive and drop pops and support the culture. Now, this last segment before we go, 
and we analyzed the main event, King of the Court. Um, I was I was scrolling through caffeine this weekend. I saw something interesting. In the lab had kind of a celebrity basketball uh, event where they had a few 1v1s and a 2v2. Now, Ty Lawson, in, former NBA um, starter, um, national champions at uh, North Carolina, one of the best chubby guards I've ever seen in my life, bro. On the chubbier side, bro, knows how to use his body. Uh, not in the NBA anymore, but he played one-on-one -on -one versus Hezzy. And guess who got the win? Hezzy. Yeah. Balls Ice Finest, talk to me. Come on, come on. We've been on all the all the mixtapes, baby. Just just uh, won one v one not too long ago. Uh, King of the Court. Then I saw Mar the one I really saw for the longest is Mario Chalmers versus Friga. Now Friga, I had never seen him before in my life, but bro, he gave he gave Mario Chalmers a run for his money. Uh, Mario came out with a W, but it was a, it was close all the way through. Um, and lastly. We had a 2v2, and we had White Chocolate, Jason Williams, and Bionic Brooks versus Pishon Howard, LA's finest, Maryland and USC alum, with Dom Lanier, who Dom is, is a local that, you know, played, uh, grew up here, played basketball. I think he played at RCC, really good basketball player. And basically, you know, they went out there and they had their blue collar on, and they beat they beat White Chocolate and Bionic. Um, sources say that, you know, not the matchups I saw, and even I didn't get to wa watch much of this matchup between White Chocolate and Bionic, but it seemed like White Chocolate was just there to collect a check, which brings me to the point. It seemed like all these former pros, you know, they just kind of showed up and they weren't really locked in, man. Is this, is this good for the game? Like pros playing against um, influencers. Do you think that it should be part of the king of the court or 1v1? Do you think it's a good thing? I mean, yeah, I would say it's a good thing because it's like, hey, anybody could lose, bro. These, these, you think they're just influencers. They got game too. As he will come come in and really put you on put you on an island. Don't play, don't play with them boys, man. No, but bro, what I'm saying is, is like, to me and from what I heard from other people, it didn't seem like it seemed like the pros were just there, bro. Like they didn't come to play. Like they didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't that important to them. It seemed like you see, you see guys out there that still are going hard, like Katino Mobley. Draymond, Draymond would have would have been hot. Draymond would went crazy if he would have seen that. Dre probably would have stopped the game. Like, hey, I ain't really playing, dog. Like, we, like we came here to get the people to show. And you guys are out here half assing. I think I heard White Chocolate wasn't even playing defense. So like, you still got the guys that play play their hardest. Like you see, Katino Mobley, Jamal Crawford, the guys in the big three that still go hard. But like, I think, feel like that's a little different. Um, this is more for like views and I don't know. I don't know how much money they got paid. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speculate on that. But like, they know that they're the main event and the reason why people are watching. I feel like it, it's not necessarily good for the game if they're not gonna go out there and give their all. You know what I mean? That's fair. And like you got to go out there, and just leave it all on the floor, man. Just people watching, people supporting. Come on, man. I'll tell you what, though, bro. If I was a former pro and I'm out there playing, it would be tough if I tore my Achilles playing the celebrity game, dog. No, I don't care. Wherever I hoop, I'm going a thousand percent. I'm smelling breath ninety six feet. 
But she didn't make fifty million dollars or one hundred million dollars playing basketball, bro. She's different. That's fair. I might, I might be chilling in uh, Cabo or something, poolside, doing it easy. <laughs> you wouldn't be playing that game in the first place, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, let me shut up, man. Let me shut up. <laughs> man, all I know is, bro, is like you. you if you you got to get people to show they're, they're paying to see you i feel like you should put your best foot forward i'm not saying dive on the floor or take a charge but just play your hardest man like i don't think it's i don't think it's that i don't think it's that hard to be honest but um next um before we move on to the main event anybody who's tuned in click the start to follow and make sure to share the broadcast with anyone that you might know that that might not even like to come watch the show Click the diamond to drop props and support the culture. Now, as most people know, we're taking a week off from King of the Court, but we still got one hell of a matchup in week seven on Wednesday. Um, we got Ty Glover. Ooh, my boy. Versus Greg Helt. Both guys have won King of the Court on one week so far, but we got a new entry this week, bro. Our guy Bionic Brooks. That's a, that is he, his head's touching the backboard. His head's hitting the backboard. He got bounced. That's an athletic human being right there, Bionic. You saw you saw we got you guys saw um, Isaac's pick a street ball clip of the week last week. Uh, Bionic catching that lob that where like the ball got tipped, it went down. He caught it. He changed his body in the air and still threw it down. He caught it down here, brought it up, cocked it back, and <laughs> that was crazy, bro. No, I know, bro. I, I love that we're inserting somebody new into the game, especially someone who's so versatile like Bionic. You know, Bionic is a – I would say he's an undersized forward, um, you know, not on, not on the tallest side, but has really long arms, is really strong, and can jump out the gym, bro. I think that he's going to – he's going to like – he's. He's gonna pose a real threat to Ty and Greg Help. Um, you guys see, you guys see uh, the the film play on the side from Ty from Ty's uh, win in Week Three of King of the Court. Um, I mean, the big question really is right now, after everything, who do you think is gonna win this King of the Court matchup? Hey man, I had a conversation with Ty because last time he showed up to the ones ten minutes before. And this time he's showing up three hours before the game, stretching, locked in, probably some NBA young boy blasting in his headphones. He's going to – hey, man, he's coming to play, man. Be careful. Be careful. That man Ty Glover is coming to kill. Hey, man, I'm I'm down for it all, bro. You got to – like, Ty needs to redeem himself, in my opinion. And win or lose, like, like you said, he didn't come prepared last time. And, like, that's our guy. We've known him forever. It's okay. Like you come and make mistakes. You had just won the week before and you was feeling yourself, plain and simple, bro. But I feel like the greats, you know, they, they in anything you do, you 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 experience failure, defeat. You gotta you gotta uh, pick you up by by your uh, bootstraps and come back, bro. Now you see over here, Greg Heltz, week one, he was the inaugural king of the court winner. Uh he beat uh Hezzy God and Clamp God in a one v one. Uh, what's, what's the favorite, what's your favorite thing about Greg Helt's game, Isaac? Hey, you could really shoot that pill, man. Last time I saw him in these ones, he was, he was not missing. 
He's a big boy too. Look at one leg step backs. Come on, bro. One one leg fadeaways. Look at deep ones. I don't know though. I, I haven't seen him attack the rack or nothing. I don't, I don't. Bro, I did not see that one legged Dirk Nowitzki fadeaway jump shot that he just hit before. That was nasty, bro. If, if those jumpers are falling, bro, he's, he's tough. I, I I agree with you, but I I think I think Ty like you said. He's probably the least mobile guy that we've had in one v one. Like, cause Ty's just as lengthy. Like Ty's, yeah. he's a lengthy body. Like, I, I don't, he, Ty's gonna bother him because he's. I don't know if he's fast enough to get past Ty. Then you got Bionic, bro. Bionic's a strong player. He's gonna sit right under Ty. Ty better be ready for that aggression. I think that he's also. Um, I think with Ty and and um, Greg Held, like, it's really like about where Ty is at. I know he struggled defensively against Dion. I don't know if you remember that, Dion Wright. Uh, Dion's, Dion's, uh, but Dion's uh, approach was take it to the post. And I don't think Ty's the most defender. I feel like Greg Held, if he doesn't adjust and he's just trying to shoot jumpers, I, I feel like, I feel like uh, Ty is the by and large favorite in that 1v1 because He's gonna he's gonna make Ty, uh, Greg Helt shoot over him, and I don't think Greg Helt's uh, mobile enough to really stop Ty. The the one thing I will say though, with the new rules, you foul twice, you get a free throw. If Greg Helt uses his body and gets and gets to the cup and Ooh, gets, you missed that. Did you see the highlight? Of course I saw that. That was nasty. You see what I'm saying? One leg. Oh my gosh! What? <laughs> hey, I don't know, man. If he pulls out that that out the bag this time. Yo, let let let's keep it a thousand, dog. Let's keep it a thousand, okay? Uh, we we got Greg Help in the building, and you know we got that white guy jumper, man. If he gets to the line, I don't think he's missing. To be honest, it really depends on his on his um on his strategy. My you know God. what I mean? <laughs> Y'all remember in this game, bro? He was going stupid. Look at bro, him. We, had, we hadn't started yet. Remember, we, we started. <laughs> We started the next week, so we didn't see all that. Like, we didn't see it live. We definitely didn't see it live. But, like, I, I feel like it really depends on the strategy. Like, if, if he takes it to the wing, if he's trying, if he's using his two dribbles to get to the cup and get fouled, it's different. You know what I mean? But if he tries to, if, if he really resorts to trying to shoot uh, one leg jumpers and stuff like that over tie, I think it's going to be a long day for Greg Hope. No, the, the, this this matchup is going to be nuts. These three players right here going at it one v one. This is going to be this will be a fun matchup. I'm excited for this one. All right, now, you know, um, the Bionic and Greg Help matchup. Give me your take on who do you think is going to come out on top and why? Bionic. Bionic's too fast, bro. He's strong, athletic. He's getting to the cup every time. The only way you're going to stop him, you got to foul him. Greg's going to have to foul him. I think Greg's a little too slow, bro. I, I, I really think Bionic's going to give him the business, and I'm saying that confidently. I I really think Bionic is going to – I hope that he utilizes the movement of the ball from the wing to the top to the wing. Because, like, like, like we talked about, he's the smallest guy in this matchup as far as height goes. Long, super long arms, though, and really athletic. I think it depends on like is Bionic hitting jumpers or not, like because if if Greg Hell can sag a little bit, is Greg hitting jumpers or not? 
Greg's gonna hit his jumper, bro. Ooh, if he's doing that, then I don't know, man. Now Bayan's got the strong body, long arms. If he can, if he can, if he can uh disrupt him in that way, I think that Bionic's gonna win by and large. But I'm talking about Bionic's offense. Um, I know he can shoot the ball a bit, but how consistent is his jumper? If he's hitting jumpers, there's nothing that Greg Hell can do with him. That's fair. Cause I, I I'm assuming Greg would try and back up because he knows he's more athletic, quicker. I would use my length if I'm Greg, but see how it goes, man. I think I think Bionic's gonna get it, but I think there's factors. It's not it's not just a it's not just a like hey man, like there's no chance that Greg Held has a chance to win this game right now. Cause as we've seen, like because of this three dribble max, the the way that they're the way that everything is that goes on, there's so many factors that go into this. Like if these guys are playing one v one in the park, it'd be way different. But with the parameters that we're playing with, you know, it's anybody's game, bro. It's anybody's game, honestly. Anybody's game. It is a mental game too. You never exactly. know. Come out there talking that talk and get in Bionic's head and just come out with the dub. I think Bionic's getting there. But lastly, let's talk about Ty versus Bionic. <laughs> Ooh, this is going to be a great matchup. I like this matchup. I think, I, I, you know, I want to say Ty's going to come out with the dub. That's my guy. But Bionic, Bionic could, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> hey, Bionic could sit right there under him, man. Ty need to be ready for that one. I don't, shoot, man. You know what, man? I feel like, you know, I, I got an affinity for guys like this. Because listen, man, like, you know me. Centennial, Corona Centennial. Um, I was the tallest guy on the team, six foot four. Always had to guard bigger guys than me. Did a pretty good job at it. College, primary minutes came at the four spot, bro. And I was and I was able to guard bigger guys than me because my my athleticism, my strength. And I see a lot of that at Bionic, bro. Bionic's Bionic's not tall like these dudes, but he can contend physically, um, athletically. And bro, he has the wingspan that I wish I had, bro. Like he he's like a he's like a he's like a, a street ball Ben Wallace, bro. Like he like he's he's undersized, but because of his physical acumen, his long arms, he might as well be as tall as the other guys. You know what I mean? And I think that gives him an advantage in this way because, like you said, are they gonna be able to stay in front of him? I mean, Bionic was telling Ty that. He can't guard the post, man. I don't. I, Ty's lengthy. He might be able to put his arms up and bother his his layups or whatever he got going on. But that's the word on the street. That's what Onyx was telling Ty. I don't know, man. I'm envisioning a lot of fouls. I'm just give it a buck, bro. I think there's gonna be a lot of fouls. In this foul Bionic. Not just that. Greg helped fouling Bionic. Greg helped uh, fouling Ty. Ty fouling Greg Help. You name it. You got three. Tall or physical wings, wing post type players, bro. Like, I think it's gonna be really physical. And I think, you know, a lot has changed since Greg Hill played last. Like, we didn't have the free throw fat, the free throw rule. We didn't have things like that. I feel like that could that could play in somebody's advantage in this game because you got, I think, like this is our first one v one king of the court where I would say. Everybody's either 
uh, on the taller side or physical side. Like, you know, even Dion De with Ty Glover, we had Uncle Scoop who, um, you know, was on the shorter side. You know what I mean? So I feel like this is going to be the most physical King of the Court segment that we've had thus far. But all in all, we always underestimate the guy that that we haven't seen yet or we, right. don't, know, we don't know. And I think that I'm not going to make that mistake this week. I'm going with Bionic. Oh, Bionic? I'm going with well, Bionic. I wasn't even underestimated Bionic. But I'll tell you one thing. If, Bi if Bionic is hitting jumpers, ooh, we a problem. There's a lot of what ifs, right? Yeah. A lot of what ifs, but I'm going with Bionic. You know what? I, yeah. You know what? I'm going Greg. How about that? <sighs> you, didn't mean, sound, you didn't sound so confident. Yeah. Sound, like, sound like you're just trying to go against the grain. Yeah, I'm kind of going against the grain right now. But I don't know. I believe, man, he, if he pulls out that pack, the the jumpers and, and his whole step back, one leg fadeaways might be game over. I think Bionic's disrupting all that. I'm just saying. I, I think Bionic. Okay, he, does, he is. He got long arms. And the Bionic's playing anything like in the lab, sitting crazy step backs, you name it. I don't think it's even. A, I don't. I don't think they have a chance, bro. I'm gonna be honest, because I feel like he's gonna be the only one that sits down and actually plays defense. That's just my. Per, that's that's just my opinion. But I could be wrong, man. Ty might be a changed man right now. Come back and just really. Be ready to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, my bad. I'm going back on my word. I'm going Ty Glover, man, because I know he's showing up early. I had we had a conversation. I got him locked in. I got my boy locked in, ready to go. Ruby King. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But moving on, we're gonna go to my favorite segment of the week. But before that, make sure you click start a follow. Make sure to share the broadcast, man. I know your auntie loves basketball, dog. She loves listening about street ball. Click the diamond to drop props and support the culture. All right. Now, this is my favorite segment. We got the street ball clip of the week. And I know I just didn't pick them right now, but I was I was scrolling on Instagram this week and I saw Ty just have a nasty, like my man was on him. You see him right here? Ty put him in the spin cycle, the dribble machine, and just rose up. Dribble off the off the blender. Ooh. <laughs> Bro, look at my man. Bless his heart. He's over here playing the defense of his life, and it's just nothing he can do, dog. Look at yeah, it. Look at it. Not his best. There's nothing he can do about that. Mm -hmm. Got to mm -hmm. take that. Mm -hmm. I'm mad at the weak side help. Look at him. They just they just let my man be on yeah, the you island. See, you see Ty flexing up on him. You see Ty sure did. Wow. I would do the same thing, man. You see this headband this man is wearing? He was probably talking mess, bro. I don't blame Ty. Look at him. He's like he's like uh. He looks like he's in a karate kid with that, that headband because he should not be on the basketball court. Hey, Ty's super athletic, bro. Ty, Ty, got, some, Ty got some uh NBA athleticism. I'm saying, bro, my man, my man uh Ty told him that he shouldn't be on the basketball floor and he should go back to the to the karate gym or wherever the hell he came from. So uh <laughs> So shout out to Ty. This was a nasty dunk. I hope that we see this in King of the Court this week. Um, we haven't seen a dunk in 1v1 yet, bro. Not once. Hey, I just thought about that. Yeah, I haven't seen a jam, man. What's up with that, man? I need, I need, I need Ty to come 
play above the rim on this one. I think this is a week. I'm calling it right now. Um, Bionic, Ty. Oh, Ty did? Ty did. But he, he missed it. He missed it. Um, uh, but, yeah, I'm calling Ty or Bionic. Uh, getting, getting one of their defenders in the air after they hit another three. And they're going to take one, two, step in. Ugh. I'm calling it this hard, way. It's hard to get a dunk on ones. You kind of got to get it. Kind of got to get lucky, bro. Kind of got to. It's kind of got to be game point too, because you don't want to waste all your energy, bro, trying to get one dunk in. Yeah, and only three dribbles. It's kind of tough. So, bro, but dog. I mean, we saw Ty do it. That that was some different type of stuff. He put it on the floor, wiggled him, uh-uh, came out of nowhere and jumped and just. I was like four it. dribbles right there. I think Ty could. Ty can get to the rim too. Let's be real. It's tough to do that. At, like dribble the ball and just out of nowhere pop, try and dunk somebody. Mm-hmm. That's not an easy. That's not easy, man. That's real. That's real athletic. I'm excited though. All right. All right, man. Let's go to my clip of the week. Let's go to my clip, man. This is my favorite clip. I saw this on uh, TikTok and I was in tears. Uh, hey, this, this dude pulled up to AU girls basketball game, go on the wing, and just started shopping. Look at look at Duncan. <laughs> Bruh. This guy be feeling this guy. There ain't no way they actually let him play and thought he was a girl. Hey, and one of the girls asked him, one of the girls said, What, what high school do you play at? What high school you go? What school do you go to? Oh my gosh, me too. I go there too. Like you ain't never seen you ain't never seen this girl play basketball in your life. Come on. Ooh, okay. Now watch what he does. Hang on the rim. <laughs> Hey man, this is, there's no way. I'm sorry, there's no way that we're gonna play. There's too much going on. Yeah, I don't even know how he how he I don't know how he got in that game. That was that's kind of crazy. I think it's hilarious though. It reminds me of the movie Juana Man. If y'all ain't seen that, go watch it. Juana Man. <laughs> hey, you're a sicko. Hey, you remember Juana Man? <laughs> yeah, I remember Juana Man, bro. Hey, Juana Man, Juana Man, that's a classic right there. That's a classic. So, if y'all ain't seen Juana Man, go watch that and make make sure. Uh, hey, shout out to you, Isaac, for that shoe ball clip of the week. That's probably one of the best ones we had so far. Not as good as my uh, virtual reality uh, street ball though. That was that was the best one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! All right, well, we've reached almost to the end of the show, but before we leave, we're going to open up the floor for some questions from the audience. Let's go hit us with some questions, man. No, I don't think LeBron's going, bro. I don't think, I don't think LeBron's going to the Cavs anymore now that they made this uh, whole trade. I think he's staying in that life. I think that um, I would agree with Isaac. Don't, I'll go even further. I would say that uh, LeBron is, I, I mean, from a Lakers fan, I I, I see it. Le, LeBron, I don't think he's super concerned about winning championships anymore. I think that it's so, more about record changing. I, I swear, bro, I'm, I'm being honest, dog. Like, come on. Like, Le, LeBron's won four titles with three different teams. He, he got the title to Cleveland after a 3-1 comeback against the greatest regular season team in NBA history. 
Steph Curry was a unanimous MVP that year. First unanimous MVP ever. Like he's done so much from a winning perspective. I think um, that he doesn't need, he doesn't need to win anymore. So he's not worried about um, Cleveland being good. They could be trash and he'll still go there if they'll take his son. Hey man, are we gonna have two new teams in the NBA down the line? Oh, for sure. That's coming. Vegas and Seattle. Watch this. It might it might be Vegas. Let's do it. Now, next question. I don't think so. I think LeBron, LeBron's kind Le, they're asking if LeBron isn't asking for another trade in the future. I don't think so. Because LeBron, the way he's been signing his contracts, uh, the second year is always an option. So he doesn't have to come back. Like he can leave without a trade. Um, LeBron has earned that in his career to to have that type of leverage. So I don't think LeBron's ever asking for a trade. He's just going to go wherever he wants to go. Yeah, I mean, it is LeBron. <laughs> you go wherever you want, bro. Even if LeBron was on contract, if he could ask him to buy him out, they would do it. You know how much money he's made for the NBA? A, a large Billions. amount. Billions on billions. It's crazy. LeBron has LeBron is the face of the NBA. He can he can almost do whatever he wants. Besides say F the NBA. That's the only thing you can't say. Fair. Any other questions? Oh. Okay. Well, I've heard this, I've heard this rumor for years now. Um, and it makes sense to me. Um I've heard that the NBA is planning on expanding the 32 teams. We have 30 currently. And the two the two cities that they're really eyeing right now are Vegas, which Isaac, we've been in T-Mobile Arena. That's oh. an NBA, that is an NBA level arena. And also, we gotta bring the NBA back to Seattle. Come on now. Seattle. No, absolutely. It makes sense, man. It makes sense. But uh Yes, uh, T-Mobile Arena, bro. I, should, I damn near should get that tattooed on my back because that's the hey, that's bro, that's home. That's home away from home, dog. We always there. We go there like ten times. Hey, I'm here, every time you see me in T-Mobile Arena, I'm courtside, and I promise. I go, you, I go to Morning Stable Center, dog. You would never see me not courtside in T-Mobile Arena. I got the cheat code, and we figure that out. We figure that out. But like to make this more, to make this more interesting. Like LeBron's even talked about b being a part owner or a majority owner of a potential Las Vegas franchise. So maybe that's where we'll see him to end his career. Hey, I don't know. I don't know, man. You never know, man. You never know. You never know. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, like, that's a big possibility. Imagine LeBron and Bronny suiting up for the inaugural season of the Las Vegas franchise, whatever they're going to be called. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I think that'll be the most, the biggest move ever. Seattle, hey, Seattle, hey, Seattle's nice too. Seattle's nice nah, too. It's not Vegas though. Vegas is Vegas. Oh, don't do Seattle like that, bro. Seattle has- I'm just saying, Seattle they don't have any- they don't have no state taxes. It's really good to to own to own property there. I think that that's going to be the destination for LeBron if we expand to Seattle and Vegas. I, that's that's my that's my opinion. I'm saying that like 
Because once you go to LA, you live in LA, you stay in SoCal, you're like, I got to stay. I can't, anywhere else I go is just not it. That's just how I feel. Hey, man, you say that, but we're always, you're, we're always in Vegas, though. Yeah, because there's a lot of events going on in Vegas. You ain't going to catch and me. It's, like, time, though. It's, a, it's a three hour drive from the crib, yeah. not far. Yeah, that's why you see me in Vegas. Always. <laughs> Summer League, Tarsia Classic. Pac-12 tournament, you name it. We're always there. Yeah. It looks like that was the last question on the docket, guys. So with that saying, with that being said, we're taking this to a close. My name is Dom. My name is Isaac. And thank you for tuning in to Street Ball Episode 7. Catch us next week at the same time. Appreciate y'all.